Hi, this is Paul Mannering, writer and producer for Broken Sea Audio. Over at BrokenSea.com, we produce all kinds of audio fiction. BrokenSea.com. Resistance is fertile. Hurry, hurry, step right up. The most amazing tales appear before your very eyes. Gathered from the four corners of Earth and brought here to you at 19 Nocturne Boulevard. See the famous man-eating book of Sumatra. (laughs) Or a phantom direct from merry old England. Or aliens from beyond the stars. Even such as these cannot withstand our platinum death ray. Yes, our platinum death ray! All these and more spread out before you. And all we ask is a moment of your time. Spin the wheel. And take a chance. Try your luck. www.19nocturneboulevard.net My name is Carl Kolshak, former reporter for INS, Chicago's very own independent news service. In all my years of investigative journalism, I've seen some pretty strange things. Today, you'd simply look at them as amusing fodder for the national tabloids. But hear me out when I tell you that they're real. The vampires, androids, ghosts, swamp creatures, monkey men, and even Jack the Ripper. Yes, every last one. Rather than jeopardize my former editor's sanity with such sensational tales, I simply left out the details for public consumption. Oh, I kept the real transcripts, conveniently tucked away from the curious eye, in a file under the innocuous name All Saints Archive. But now, happily retired, I believe I can finally release the full accounts, as I actually experienced them. Prepare yourself now for one of many cases from the All Saints Archive, or as I call them, the Night Stalker Incidents. This night's tale, Playground for Evil. Episode 1.
downtown Chicago, night, an hour before closing times at the Chicago party scene. Bergali's Emporium swank ritzy bar for the jet set where a glass of water alone costs five dollars. The playground for the offspring of the rich, powerful, political, and famous of Chicago. And tonight, a playground for evil. Rita, darling, oh, do stay. The party is just getting started. Petri has eyes for you both. Petri can go take a flag. Oh, what's the use? Monique and I have to go. Right, Monique. But Rita, Petri is so. We are going now. Fine, fine, fine. I'm going. Go away. I have your purse and already paid your tab. Stop. Pushing. Monique, like when we were kids at Winnick Elementary, always got to do what Rita wants. I bet. Monique, grow up. Buy a net. Kisses to the family. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bartender, another won't be hole banger. Oops, did I say? Bang her. <laughs> if her ta-tas hung out any farther from the red wrap of cloth she calls a dress, she'd make a slimy fortune pole dancing at truck stops. Oh, come on, Monique. Petrie is a bore. Ugh, fine. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cold. It's October. Ugh, Rita. You have to admit, Petrie is cute. In an old-fashioned European kind of way. If you liked Harry Palmed Romanians. <laughs> Yeah, but did you see his tushy? <laughs> if you brought him home to your father, he'd have a coronary and you'd be stuck writing INS. Why, your father makes you work as an intern at his newspaper. Taxi! It's like he says, one day, <laughs> I'll turn this paper over to you, kitten. And you need to know <laughs> the nuts and bolts of your heritage. What a heritage. <laughs> But your family does live well, though how you put up with that, that reporter, what's his name, Carl? Where's a taxi when you need it? Taxi! <laughs> oh, for the love of... Oh, my God. Monique Marblestein. Oh, Petrie. You and your friend, Miss Rollingston, left so soon. Taxis are hard to come by this late. Might I offer you both a... Uh, my chauffeur is around the corner. Oh. Oh, yes, Mr. Ivan. Please, call me Prince Petrie. Or just Petrie, if you like. Great. Just great, Monique. It's raining. It is starting to uh, rain. Thank you, Prince Join. Mm, Petrie. But no, not tonight, not ever. Look, a cab. Come on, Monique. Sorry, Petrie, but you and your hairy Romanian palms will have to find someone else to grow this evening. Driver, 4151 Lakeshore Drive, now! Yes, ma'am. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Petrie, but Rita's my friend, and, and I have to work, and I'll see you around, okay? Uh, but of course, you will see me around. In why are you such driver? Step on it! Got it! So, Peter, so cute! Pity for you, 
Rita Rollingston. Adrak! We have another stop before retiring this night. Yes, Master. And Adrak, is Annette safely tucked away in the trunk? As he commanded. Good. I'm vanished. Let us depart. But the slight detour to Lakeshore Drive first. Second, 1973. A clear day, but the cold was starting to blow in from Lake Michigan, though it would grow no colder for Rita Rollingston, age 24, socialite, model, and now transplant donor for Gordy the Ghoul, mortician and bookie dealing in betting on corpse statistics at the morgue. Who needs to track with Gordy around? Ah, I can't put Gordy in this. He's helped me too much in the past. And he still owes me money from the last bet. I'll mark that down on my calendar. First time Gordy has to pay Carl Kolshak. <laughs> uh, my luck must be changing. Okay, Rita Rollingston is 24 socialite model and now bloodless victim of a serial murderer. She was found at her penthouse, 44151 Lakeshore Drive, drained of all her blood after, or possibly before, a fall from 30 stories. This reporter wonders if the term... Oh! oh, for Pete's sake, Tony, I'm working on a Pulitzer here. A Pulitzer? I'm, 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 Emily! Yes, Mr. Vincenzo? Don't drink coffee. You drink green tea. Are you getting Kolchak his coffee? I pay you to write an advice column by an S. Not to get Carl Kolchak coffee. Don't eat that. That was my <laughs> coffee, which is now in the trash can. Like your story, if you keep writing about Emily, I need it. But, Mr. Vincenzo, I kind of, well, been talking with Carl this morning. He's so nice, no, you know. No, not you too. Carl, what did you do to Emily? Tony, I take affront at your vile accusation. You can't even spell affront, Carl. Well, Emily? I, I just seem to think that Carl's story does seem to point to the possibility of, of a creature of the night. It's a conspiracy. Look at me. Miss Emily. Cowles. Pay attention here. Antacids. Emily. Antacids. Now. Yes, sir. Mr. Vincenzo. Emily, here's five bucks. Thanks for trying. You said ten. Uh, can I until Saturday? You can take my granddaughter on a date. Here. Ten. Swindled by a co-worker. Bertha Ray will be so displeased. Are you two through? Miss Cowles, my ulcer, antacids. Remember? Now! Yes, sir, Mr. Vincenzo. Look, Tony, not only are you going to have yourself another heart attack, but you saw yourself that dearest Emily believes me. Don't you, Emily? Don't call. <laughs> I asked for a call on a murder. And what do I hear when I come into the INS bullpen? Boris Karloff! I think you mean Bella Lugosi, Count Dr Don't say Karloff it! Karloff was the Frankenstein's monster. I don't care! Look, Tony, I never said... That because I cut you off halfway through the word! Tony, Tony, Tony. 
What else could have drained poor Rita Rawlingston of all her white and red blood Don't cells? Say hmm? it. Other than a genuine blood-sucking vampire. Don't. Don't say the V word. Ever. Not around me. Not in the office. Don't think it. Don't write it. Don't eat garlic bread. Where the hell is Emily and my antacids? Tony, you have to listen to me. I have an angle. An angle? You. Carl, it's you. Me? Yes, you. It's you, Carl. And and your dirty straw hat. And your white rumpled suit. It's you. You give me heartburn. You're trying to kill me. Me? 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 Yes, you. Now, Tony, if you would just let me report the facts. <laughs> yes, Kolchak. Facts would be nice. For once without. Hold that thought. Phone. Tony, you really ought to consider therapy. What? I don't know why I... Kolchak's trying to kill me. My life for a rollage. Tony, the public. On the phone. Carl, shh. Yes, this is Carl Kolchak, INS reporter. Hmm. Really? You don't say. Hmm? Uh-huh. You know, your voice is familiar somehow. Is that, um, oh, yeah, I get that a lot, too. Uh, this is strange. Carl? Uh, mm. Well, I, oh, I would think so, Miss... Uh, Miss. We are going to talk, mm. Carl. Soon. Where is Emily? Really? What do I pay you people shh, for? Shh, 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 Tony, you don't say. Mm. Um, pardon, pardon me, Mr. Vincent? What? Monique! Why, you are almost, but not quite, on time. Really? I don't care who your father is. Heartburn. Mm -hmm. You all give me tests. Do I get them? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, uh, pardon me, miss. Morning, Monique. I Late night. Need... Um, yes, Mr. Kolchak. Yes, with my friend Rita. Did you say Rita? Boss's daughter shows up at noon. My antacids are evil. And all I have is Kolchak. And another one of Vampire his... exclusives, Tony? Oh. Sorry I'm late, Mr. Vincenzo, but my father said it would be okay. Um, did we say um, something wrong, Tony? <laughs> yeah, with Rita. It was a long night at Begali's Emporium. Now that's a ritzy joint, Monique. Hold that thought. I'm on the phone. Breaking news. Oh, that... Oh, I know that was my editor. No, no, no. He's giving me the hearty Italian thumbs up because I'm his ace reporter. Now tell me again about this um, acquaintance of yours and his nightly unnatural habits. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you say you live on Lakeshore Lake Drive. Lakeshore Drive. Right next door to the deceased. Hmm. Oh, really? And, and Lake your name Shore is Drive? Lilith Cordescu. That's with a K, no a C. Okay. Well, I'll be over. Lakeshore Drive. Two o'clock. Okay, two o'clock will be at... fine. Uh, thank you, Miss. Uh, oh, of course, Lilith. What happened at Lakeshore Drive? Call me Carl. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See you this afternoon. Goodbye. At two. <laughs> uh, uh, ciao. <laughs> what happened on Lakeshore Drive? Murder. Look, gotta run. I have to stop at the morgue to meet Lilith on that hot lead. Where's my? Uh, I take recorder. Ah, thank you. You know, I have a friend who lives on Lakeshore Drive. My Mustang needs an oil change. Mm -hmm. What? Uh, what? Oh, it happened on the 44100 block off Lakeshore Drive. You, you can tell me about your soiree when I get back. Never been invited to Bergali's. <coughs> Do you need any help on this scoop? I'm still wanting to become a journalist, you know. Oh, wonderful. Not again. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but, got a dash. Talk uh, about that sometime. But, Bye. Oh, but, oh, Mr. Kolchak. Glad to see you're back from Brooklyn. But, oh. You know, hmm, Rita lives at 44151 Lakeshore Drive. 
I need to give her a call. Where is Cold Jack? Monique, find Carl. No, forget that. Find Emily in my AWOL antacids. No! Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Vincenzo. Interns. Feisty as ever. I don't know who you are, but my daddy is rich. <laughs> Will not miss his spoiled debutante of a daughter. <laughs> Your blood is rich. But that is not why you are here, what? Annette. Though it did please me to taste the fount of your life. <laughs> what? What are you? I am, and I am not. But that is such a pedestrian name for the children of the night. Let me go. <laughs> Let us just say that I have made a pact oh, with horses. And those, Let me go. <laughs> how shall I say this delicately, require payment for their services to me <laughs> in flesh. Say let me go. Stay away! Help! Somebody help! I could pay them with my flesh. Let me go! Or yours. What? I choose the latter. Stay away! Help! Somebody! Help! Somebody! Andrek, the serrated cutlery will do. What? Somebody help! Oh, let me go! Let me go! Stay! Let me go! I do so enjoy your spirit, Annette. But even feisty things must come to their ultimate end. Yes, pa? What are you going to do? You're putting me rest. Thank you, Andrei. You don't know, Annette? No. I am so sorry. In exchange for immeasurable power over certain of my Nosferatu kin. What are you going to do? I am going to slay you. No! And sacrifice your skin to the Lord of Ghouls. down here because I want it fair and square. You still owe me for all the Saturdays you said you'd pay when you didn't win, stretching back to the dawn of recorded time. Funny, funny, Gordy. Look, does a city medical examiner make enough to send three kids through college? Hmm? No. All these trips of mine to the city morgue and this racket of yours are putting your kid through school, Gordy, and, and, and me in the poorhouse. Be nice to your bank, Gordy. Bank that has no money? What'd you want, Carl? Well, I... Uh, Information on who, now? Rita Rollingston, 24 years old. She fell out of, uh, uh... Lakeview Drive, right? Brunette. Yeah, that's her. I need to know 
If she... <coughs> I still have to pay the pot. <coughs> Gordy, that's highway robbery. You owe me. We've covered that. Fine. Five bucks? Fifty. Fifty? Have you been smoking the formaldehyde? How about... How about... Twenty-three dollars and... Thirty-six cents. Rest on your tab. Gordy. My youngest needs braces. You're gonna need braces on your legs. What was that, Carl? Fine. Here. Now, was Miss Rollingston drained of all her blood before she took the fall? Yes. Strange case. She should have been a mushy mess. Sack of potato chips after a fall like that. But no blood and no broken bones. What? See for yourself. <sighs> See, Carl? What's the... What the hell? What? She looks alive. No, she's not alive. But her contusions have healed. You have any garlic and a steak? What? I'm serious, Gordy. Give me a, a wooden table leg, a, a yard dart, something. Are you insane? I've seen this before. She is a vampire. Gordy, we found another one, like the Rita case. Name's Annette Bennett's. Played and drained of blood and uh, skinned. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, the wagon's on the way here. You! What are you doing in the city morgue? Captain Mad Hug Siska, how the heck are you? Annette Bennett, you say? She was skinned, you mean like flayed? That's confidential police business. Another one like Rita Rollinson? Tell me more. On second thought, I don't want to know why you're here, Kolchak. Forget I said anything. In fact, O'Brien. Yes, sir. Impound Kolchak's camera, tape recorder, and anything else he has. What? Yes, sir. Kolchak. Oh! You! This is against the law. Hey, 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 I paid for... Though I sincerely doubt it. My arm. There may be evidence on there of a crime, or at the very least, yet more evidence of your stupidity, which should be a crime. Get him out of here, O'Brien. Move it, Kolchak. I am filing a formal protest. I let you keep that god-awful hat, Kolchak. My arm. Don't make me have to arrest you for violating the good taste of Chicago. And notice how non-stressed I am. The anger management classes have done wonders. <laughs> Why in the old days, I would have just bashed you over the head with my nightstick. Ah, oh, I miss those days. <clears throat> Get him out of here, O'Brien. David Kolchak. Hey, my suit, O'Brien. <sighs> Captain, you're going to need a wooden... Ooh, steaks. Morita Rollingstead. Kolchak. What the hell was he talking about? With steaks? You don't want to know. Uh, I need to call my therapist. After having my camera and tape recorder impounded, I ran by the bank, found I was overdrawn, ran back to the office, borrowed an advance from Emily. Tony was locked in his office, eating antacid-like gumdrops. Note to self, now I have a date with Emily's granddaughter, Bertha <coughs> Ray. Saturday night. Great. Uh, anyway, went to Sears and replaced said impounded camera and tape recorder, and I was running late for my appointment with Lilith. Though I did get some valuable information from Mad Dog Siska of the Chicago PD. A second murder, a second drained body, and soon-to-be vampire in the city morgue that I was going to have to do something about. Oh, what a day. Great, stoplight. Something keeps... Rita, Rita, the name Rita keeps popping into my head. 
beyond the obvious choice of dead socialite model, but for the life of me, I can't remember why or, or who said her name. And how does the mysterious Lilith fit into all this? Damn my stoic. Come on, Green! Finally! Hope Lilith is still home. Mr. Kojak, you are late. Sorry about, about that, Miss Kodescu. Long story, murders, captains of Chicago's finest in need of anger management. You know the kind. Been a long day. May I come? Please do. Thanks. Wow. Big place. <clears throat> it echoes, and it's real dark. Dark as the pits, I might say. Uh, yeah, yeah. You said you had some information, Lilith. I can't see my hand in front of my face here. Face? Ah, you... Right next to me. And the fire started all on its own. Nice, nice trick. Look, Lilith. Seat, Mr. Kochak. God. Yeah. Nice gothic decor. Thank you. Do you like my dress? Huh? What? Oh. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, you are gorgeous. Uh, sorry, I don't know what's gotten into me. <laughs> Thank you. Drink? Drink. Yes. No. I I don't know. I, I... Look, why am I here, Lilith? What do you know about the mm, bloodless murders? A great deal. Have a drink, and we will talk. Here. Thank you, I think. Petri Ivan. You know of him? Um, yes. Yes, uh, owner of a large steel foundry in... I think some kind of royalty, Romanian, a prince maybe. A vampire. He's the one that's... Yes, but there is more. He has forsaken his birthright and joined an unholy necromantic circle of vampiri outcasts. They have forsaken the elder order and pledged allegiance to the ghouls. The ghouls? Or serious? Serious as the crypts. And this means... He's been granted dark powers. Ominous dark powers to seek revenge on the Elder Wampiri Order. The power of the ghouls. This is back, right? Yes. The atrocities and sacrifices to the dark gods from across the well of beyond will only intensify Mr. Kochak. It is bad indeed. But how do I know you are telling the truth? You saw Rita Rorenstein at the city morgue, did you not? Yes, but... Uh... Then you already suspect. I simply confirmed. But how do you know all this? Why, Mr. Kochak, I thought you knew. I also. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Broken Sea Audio's Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Starring in Kolchak, the Night Stalker, Jeffrey Adams from the Icebox Radio as the man, the myth, the legend, Carl Kolchak, and Ralph W. Walters from the zombie astronaut's frequency of fear as Tony Vincenzo, 
M. Ciro Garcia starred as Monique Marmelstein. Julie Hooverson of 19 Nocturne Boulevard starred as Emily. Gareth Preston of Westlake Films starred as Petri Ivan the Vampire. Stevie Farnaby, known for Escape from New York and Maudlin, starred as Petri Ivan's sidekick and Gollum on track. Christy Plotkin starred as Lilith Cordescu. Paul Lavelle of Gaia fame starred as police captain Mad Dog Siska. Stevie Farnaby also starred as the cab driver. Elaine Barrett of Gaia's Voyages starred as Rita Rawlinson. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard of Gypsy Audio starred as Annette and Beb Lestrange. And Taylor Kent of the Snark Tank Podcast starred as Cordy the Ghoul Spangler, the Mortician. And Doug Manlin, the man, the myth, the slam dancer starred as Officer O'Brien. I would also like to thank Brian of Serac Panoply, composed the remixed version of the Shack theme, as well as some other bits and pieces. And... Peter Wicks of Westlake Films for some incidental music. This is a fan tribute to Kolchak, the Night Stalker, the original series from the 70s. An original story written by Bill Holwood, intro composed by Mark Kalita, based on characters created by the author Graham Rice. No copyright infringement is intended. All music, themes, and characters are the copyright of their respective owners. For more shows, check out www.brokenseat.com dot com In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. There are heroes. The galaxy is full of bad guys, and in order to take out the trash, you have to be willing to get your hands dirty. Oh, see, sense woman! Why do you always have to do things the hard way? There are villains. <sighs> you will all feel my wrath very soon! <sighs> We are the stuff of nightmares. We are all that civilized races fear in the dark. And there are those somewhere in between. I am an assassin, woman. I am the assassin of assassins. I'm not a dog to grovel at your feet. I never ask anyone to grovel. That would be uncivilized. In season one of Gaia's Voyages, these forces collide and the fate of Gaia and her crew stands on the edge of a Venjari blade. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages only at www.brokensea.com
www.thepowerhouse.com.